Live from Stanford, Connecticut, it is the one, the only Animal Farm radio show. Back again for another day of uh, brand new news. The date today is Thursday, January 8th, 2009. My name is Benjamin Miller. And I'm chilling here with my fellow pranksters and jokesters, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. Got a great show for everybody tonight. We're going to be covering some uh, Obamanomics. We're also going to be uh, having Jack Blood on the show in the second segment. And as always, we'll take your phone calls and cover the crazy and the ridiculous. Straight ahead, you are on the phone. The knowledge I'd like is who keeps stealing the milk and apples? <laughs> We don't have uh, little buttons we can push like the Animal Farm Show, one of my favorite shows, speaking of We The People Radio Network. Love that show. Love those guys. They do. It's a great, you got to check it out. Very fast. Fast moving, very funny, and they have sound effects throughout the entire program. Ah, when all else fails and when all hope seems lost, and when the division of the truth movement continues to fail miserably, good God, there always is the farm, folks, thankfully. Now, of course, we can't start any show without worrying about something, and already there seems to be volume issues, so I'm going to have to make that Excellent. Un- unfortunate live request for our studio to uh, check it out. We, on our end, are blasting at this point at full volume, and uh, you know, without the robots' help, thank God for that. But either way, yes, folks, it is the Animal Farm Radio Show, and I want to get right into it. Number to call in tonight will be 512-879-3805. Jack Blood uh, will be joining us in the second segment after our little crazy 15-minute spiel. I want the uh, drum roll. I want the crazy, the nutty, the unbelievable, and the conspiratorial right away. And where my head is always in the gutter, I start up with the police now seeking the blow-up doll sex bandit. Of course, another great story. i got to tell you, Ben, maybe I should move to Australia. I'd Damn it, they found me. I, I was going to say, you better hide yours. Uh, the uh, the Australian uh, articles and, and stories that come out once in a while are just priceless. This one out of Sydney. An Australian man broke into three adult shops, had sex with blow-up dolls named J- uh, Jungle Jane. <laughs> <laughs> and then dumped... One pathetic oh, loser. You know what? Uh, Jungle Jane. And then dumped his plastic conquests in a nearby alley. You'd think you would have kept him, you know, after stealing him. Local media reported. Yeah. It I'm is sure they feel very used. <laughs> God, yeah. I don't think you can resell those. It is totally bizarre. It's a real concern that someone like that is out on the street, said one of the... Oh, I can think of a lot worse, but said one of the owners of the adult sex shops in Carnes in northern Queensland State. He oh, has what been, you want to know about is sexual intercourse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he has been taking the dolls out the back and blowing them up and using the dolls and leaving them in the alley, the owner. So this is not just... A, <laughs> wow, he's this a, is, this he's is a, a blow-up doll rapist. This is a repeat 
um, molester, I guess you can call it, because these, these dolls are not consenting to this, Ben. I just wow. want to let yeah, this is part of the article. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, out, in the, out in the dumpster. Oh, my the God. Dumpster. Wow. He smokes crack while he's doing yeah, it? You know, who knows what other kind of you know sick rituals. Maybe he plays jazz or something, but uh, <laughs> police told the Carnes Post that the scientific officers had taken DNA samples, fingerprints, and pictures of the crime scene. God, Ben, can I please get a picture of that crime scene? That would be priceless. Maybe The, the dolls had some rubber under their maybe the <laughs> maybe like the dresses the dolls up in lingerie Victoria's Secret, but uh, craziness. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you really ought to. It's, it's it's really you know if you're gonna pick a crimes pick something better than that. My goodness. What's the matter anyway, with you? <laughs> in a world where there's prostitution, really, uh, why would you do such a thing? But he, he's buying them, Ben, and he's leaving them in the alleyways purposefully. You know, not like he's he's not trying to put them in the river or you know get rid of the evidence. He's putting them in the alleyway. Wow. So who knows, Ben? Uh, secondly, moving on. Oh, grandmother, what a rubbery face you have. Out of Santiago, a Chilean man tried to steal $80,000, Ben, from his 82-year-old grandmother by disguising his 21-year-old girlfriend as the elderly woman and having her withdraw money from the bank. But the plot was foiled. Can you think of anything lower? What? The man falsified his grandmother's identity card and his girlfriend wore a latex mask. They might have gotten away with it if it weren't a bank worker who called the grandmother's home and learned she was visiting relatives in Venezuela. She acted like an elderly woman, was dressed as elderly woman, and moved like one as well. It was a good impersonation, Victor Melato, head of uh, client service at the Banco de Chile in port city of Talcujano wow. in southern Chile, told local television. So <clears throat> he tried to steal money from his grandmother, and of course that is just love. And finally for me tonight, Ben on the crazy, the nutty, and the conspiratorial, it is pre-chewed pencils now that can help children concentrate at school. More of the UK syndrome folks and unfortunate Holy things that are going Christ. on over in the east of the of this uh, globe. A design company has lost, uh, launched a range of pre-chewed pencils that they claim will help children concentrate on their studies. The wooden pencils are priced at $1.50, I guess it's $1.50, it's by $2.00 our money uh, for a four-pack, but far from being in a pristine condition, they are already heavily gnawed at the ends. What? Yes, British design from Concentrate, who developed the product, said the pupils are less likely to put them in their mouths because they have already been chewed. <laughs> How brilliant! <laughs> and will therefore fritter away less time daydreaming. Um, interesting. They claim this is a cheap but effective way of encouraging students to, quote, get their teeth, end quote, into their lessons instead. Wow. Oh Did you see a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? You know, I, now, now many of the ideas that I've had over the past years don't sound as dumb, Ben. I feel kind of smart about after reading that particular story. Anyway, um, over to you, Ben. Crazy, any, anything nutty to report? Anything on your mind, perhaps? Yeah, I got a... Uh, Raymond sent me over this this very funny... Ah, Raymond! Good man! All right, Raymond! Obama and Spider-Man appear in comic together. <laughs> oh, no! Are they fighting crime under the helm of the UN? I guess so. Uh, Spider-Man oh, no. has a new sidekick, the president-elect. Barack Obama collected Spider-Man comics as a child. <laughs> so Marvel Comics wanted to give him a shout-out back by featuring him in a bonus story, said Joe Quesada, Marvel's editor-in-chief. How great is that? The commander-in-chief is to, is, uh, to be is actually a nerd-in-chief. That's weird. Uh, Quesada said, It was really, really cool to see what we had uh, that we had a geek in the White House. We're all thrilled with that. Yeah, the comic starts with uh, Spider-Man's alter ego, Peter Parker, taking photographs at the inauguration before spotting two identical Obamas. Parker uh, decides the future president's going to need Spider-Man and springs into action using basketball uh, to determine the real Obama and punching out the imposter. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I guess you can make this stuff said. up. 
is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Oh, yeah, wow. thank you. But actually, I thought we were going to play the whole thing, Pyth, but... What um, you just said yeah. <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Yeah. Everyone in this room is now dumber yeah. for having listened to Thank it. you very much, Pyth. Very well <laughs> said. Uh, once again, folks, 512-879-3805. Let me get through all the uh, the stuff we have to talk about. Yes, uh, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. DeadlineLive.info. Right now is the chat room. People are there. They're getting groovy, and people are getting crazy. And thankfully, right now, there hasn't there's no conflict so far in the chat room as there yeah. was last night. Tonight, a lot to talk about. Bush rewarding the hired guns. Uh, we got some police state news. We have new Congress now continues to investigate the Bush administration. Maybe they won't get off so easily. I don't no, don't quote me on that one. Obama economic speech now warning of dire consequences without the stimulus plan. Kind of picking up where we left off last night. Of course, now Palin coming out saying, Corrick and Faye profited by exploiting me. Yeah, they're comics and they're <laughs> news reporters' ass. Uh, that's what they do. Uh, and there's a really unfortunate story where the Army has sent out Dear John Doe letters to I saw families. that, man. How well, scummy is that? Yeah, we'll get to that, folks, so much. But real quick, oh I mean, just yeah, just to pick up where the things of how... I mean, you know, anybody listening to this network uh, before Jack Blood Show during Jack Blood Show, and in the past couple days, obviously, there's been a lot of uh, interesting things happening. And I do want to give an update to the whole Ace Baker tragedy or not so much tragedy, whatever it is. But he did on his blog report that indeed this was a pretend suicide, this was a staged event. Now, this is what he's saying, folks. Keep in mind, <laughs> this is him. Yeah, this is him. This is his acebaker.blogspot.com. Um, and sure enough, I will read what he wrote, folks. Two days ago, I pretend to. Uh, I pretended to commit suicide while on an interview show with Jim Fetzer. Why on earth would I do such a thing? I knew that the truth of such an act would be easily determined. Sure enough, within a half an hour or so, four uniformed police officers arrived at my door, summoned by Dr. Fetzer. I explained my actions to the cops, as I will explain below. Evidently, they reported back to Fetzer, who wasted no time alerting Killtown. This was a work of performance art. The societal function of the artist is to challenge the perceptions, to stimulate thoughts and emotions within within audience members that might not otherwise occur. There were two important messages intended by my suicide performance art, one of which was quite clear enough in the audio-only version, and which I will discuss below. The other, even more important message, will best be understood in the context of the video version. So he, he goes into this. I'm not going to give this any more time at this point. This is him. Uh, well, I, I do want to give you one reason because but most of the cares yeah really I know. <laughs> really how, how ridiculous is that him how I'm, absolutely it, is he on the line ace baker are you there ace i don't accept the legitimacy of government oh okay, okay. thank you ace I appreciate, relax. I appreciate that ace thanks thanks for letting the, us know um, the one who doesn't belong yeah i know well, I, I know the feeling ben, ben ben feels that way all the time i do um I solved 9-11 but nobody cares. I know. It's, it's sad. <laughs> Most people, um, they support government. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Ace, are you there? Ace. Answer me, Ace. Good. I need you. Good Lord. God, I, we're, we're gonna one day if we ever, wherever we go after we're done, Ben, we're gonna have to answer for today's actions. Yeah. So whatever. tell us about that that Ace Baker. Thing. Uh, anyway, so here's why. Why did I do this? Well, because you know. Um, I guess when it Shut up, to, Ace! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, because man. most of the so-called leaders of the 9-11 truth movement are not the least bit interested in truth. 
And he goes on to name several names, and I will stop there. You can check it out, acebaker.blogspot.com. And you know what, man? And, and, and anybody out there saying, oh, you shouldn't make fun of such a thing. You know what? BS. This guy has the nerve to go on anybody's show, for that matter. Or in any context, to fake his own suicide deserves a little bit of Animal Farm grief and yeah. fun and craziness. He has and, reached the uh, pinnacle of douchedom, though. Ben, well by said. By performing that is, That's pure poetry, and uh, <clears throat> you, you obviously have a way with words, and... Uh, I'm kind of speechless after that myself. But anyway, just just in that, you know, in this regard, just stay on this kind of topic. I mean, it, it does, you know, in all seriousness, for at least for me, Ben, it just really discourages me, and it, it just makes me shake my head. Uh, I know Fetz are calling to, to Jack's show today, and I don't think that's what we're going to talk about uh, after the first segment here. But it's just this whole bickering, this nonsense. And, I, and I've been guilty, too, Ben. Don't get me wrong of, of going mm-hmm. on tirades and arguing. And, and hopefully I've learned a lot from these things. But, I mean, folks, come on. I mean, never mind the movement and the truth movement. Let's just get back to basics at this point. Let's just get back to oh, it's horrible. listening I mean, it's, uh, to one another. You know, kind of like what you talk about, Ben. Yeah, it's, it's so it's just horrible, man. It's it's so fractionalized. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's pathetic that our move, movement is so small as it is, but the fact that it's divided is, is even more pathetic. Yeah, I, I just can't even get over it. And I'm not even sure it's as small as we might think. I, I just I just and I'm not even talking about government conspiracies at this point or people infiltrating the movement and disinformation. Mm-hmm. Look, just bottom line, start respecting one another. Let's start respecting our own. You know. Our beliefs, and I think yeah. you know, not to use Austin as any Stop example. Stop pretending of, to try to kill yourself on the end. <laughs> yeah, seriously, and certainly not the animal farm being the example or the uh, you know the the role model. But you know, look, we we yeah, we had people call in and, and try to do the the usual routine with us, and and you know we're not against those people. We welcome all points of view, and by all means, I would love to get on any topic, not just the 9/11 topic. Let's get a debate on anything. Let's get a healthy debate. Let's learn. Let's try to learn from one another and stop. Uh, you know, you know. I guess subscribing to these little cliques, these little organizations, these little you know factions, everywhere you go, and I know it's human nature, but it is what it is, and it's it's just really at this point it's just discouraging. You know we're such a small network, and there's already so much nonsense and turmoil. And then uh, finally on the WFU radio news front, Ben, just so I can end here, uh, I think uh, apparently James Fetzer was suspended from the network. I don't know why. How does that happen? I have no idea. You know, I mean, maybe we get a uh, maybe it, we get uh, a comment. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, moving on here. Yes, I know. First segment. AnimalFarmShow.com, the website. Once again, we are voting for Dick Cheney on the Animal Farm deck of cards to be named by you. So far, I don't want to uh, you know disturb the polls, if you will, Ben, but so far, Discharge Dick is in the lead by quite a few votes. Do you have actual tallies? Not yet. No. <laughs> All right. We're not going to give out We're not gonna give out extra tallies. And keep in mind, folks, we are going to have eventually for the next to be named by Monday, God willing, we can uh, hopefully we'll have on the website a way to vote and everybody can see. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you don't have to email us. Yeah. Just go to the website, click a button, and that's it. Right. I want to get back uh, soon. Jack Blood, when we return, God willing. And then hopefully we will talk about U.S. job losses in December could be worse in 60 years. This is a prediction. So we'll get to that. Economic news, finance news, crazy stuff on the Animal Farm Radio Show. We shall return. And I'll fully admit that, uh, that I'm the weird one. Please take back this fear Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. 
The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all. All it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Iran's development of a nuclear weapon, I believe, is unacceptable. Uh, And... Uh, we have to mount a international effort to prevent that from happening. Shut up! Iran's uh, support of terrorist organizations, I think, is something that has to cease. Yeah, sounds like George Bush, but it's not. It is Barack Obama saying those words, of course. Barack Hussein Obama! It's not fair to criticize someone, especially if they're not president yet. That's that's obviously not American. Anyway, Animal Farm Radio shows what you're listening to. Uh, <laughs> Somebody uh, say that recently to you? Oh, Ben, I... Like I said earlier this week, man, I, 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 this whole week has just been an absolute blur when it comes to so much stuff, and not to mention the obvious stuff happening on this particular station. <laughs> but, oh, man, I'm, I've heard some people make uh, jackasses out of themselves right in front of my eyes. And, and you know, I, listen. And their names aren't Ace. 
No, not just Ace. This is beyond Ace. Ace and beyond. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I want to talk to someone that I have great respect for. I want to give uh, an introduction for someone I have great respect for. So, Pyeth, would you please? Yeah, Pyeth, uh, you knew he was coming on the uh, after the first segment, I thought, right? Maybe? No? Pyeth's going to get back at me for that. <laughs> Women want him. Men want to be him. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Blood. Right. All right. That's right, folks. The one, the only, the man who should be the president of the United States of America <laughs> is on the line right now. His name is Jack Blood. His, his fake, I don't know. If he, is that even your real name, Mr. Blood? <laughs> of course, the phone. Your mama. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> is How's that it? your final answer? How's it going, Jack? Very good. Uh, well, look, man, you guys are doing a great job on the program today, as always. And Thank glad you. to see I'm getting playback when I call in to the program, and things are getting better. You know, one step forward, two steps back, but uh, that's how it goes. Yeah. By the way, let me say something to Stan Lee out there, who, as you know, created Spider-Man. Stay away from Obama. Haven't you learned your lesson? Remember what happened to you when you got involved with the Clintons? Yeah, Jack, you know, and, and it, it, it's obviously already gone to ridiculous lengths, and, you know, we've talked about media warship. That's kind of old news at this point, even though it still happens every single day. And, you know, and that, the other problem that I find, Jack, is even if, even if I was a Barack Obama fan, even I, if, even if Ron Paul was in office and there was this type of warship, I gotta be honest with you, Jack, I would be against it. I don't think it's safe, I don't think it's natural, and I don't think no. it's, uh, I don't think it's any way to treat politicians. Well, it gets even worse. I mean, have you guys, have you guys seen the actual coins that they're selling out there? I, yeah, I went to bed last we night. We covered like, it. You saw it? Yeah, like three in the morning, uh, I went, I went to bed, uh, I st and, uh, I went and I turned on the TV just to have something to fall asleep to. I guess that's my style, and it was on there, man. They were selling these coins in an infomercial fashion. Just we covered ridiculous. this, we covered this on the show, Jack. I, I don't know if you get those commercials in Austin. Uh, maybe because people. Uh, yeah, I saw them. Don't they say a marrow on the bottom of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have Kissinger on the back and Obama on the front. <laughs> yeah. There's no tails. It's only heads. <laughs> but anyway, Jack. I mean, I called you before. Obviously, we talked last night. I wanted you to come on the show tonight. And I'm kind of glad that we picked today because you know, obviously, with the Fetzer, you know, interview in quotes, maybe you didn't have enough time to talk about what you wanted to. So if you want to take the uh, ball and run with it, that's obviously the Animal Farm uh, at your service. If not, we have so much news in front of us. So uh, what say you? Do you want to talk about this network issue? Well, or? it's your show, so whatever you guys want to talk about, you know, I'll not only talk about it, but I'll tell you exactly how I feel. I don't, you know, I don't uh, deal in platitudes, nor do I deal in deception, but I just thought that whole thing was really unfortunate, you know, and as I talked to Jim on the show, he called in. I had no idea he was going to call in, and, and you know, I, I put on everybody that calls in, but... Uh, you know, here we're reporting a big news story here in Texas, and, you know, we've got our own work to do. Uh, and it is just a derision of, you know, the information we're trying to put out on our show. Maybe we'll crack a joke here and there and play a rock and roll song. But, the, you know, I, I do this not to be popular or make money, obviously, because if I did, I'd be terrible at it. But, uh, you know, I do this to, to get everything on the record so that people have an accurate view of what's being reported in the mainstream news and that, you know, people have uh, some kind of a thumbnail to use when they're talking to their loved ones, their friends, their coworkers, or people on the street. So the fact that, you know, all of that seemed to get derided, you know, over this uh, sensationalist uh, public relations stunt or PR stunt, you know, was, I thought, a shame, really. And, and it was a black mark, uh, both on his show and on our network. So, 
Uh, beyond that, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the latest statement from Mr. Baker, it makes a mockery of, of people that commit suicide for whatever reason, because of the pressure, because of the economy, because of, uh, you know, genetics, because they've been taking uh, SSRI, you know, uptake inhibitors, you know, uh, yeah. pharmaceuticals. So it really makes a mockery of anyone that has had to deal with this in their lives, uh, whether they did it or they know someone who does. Uh, it's a slap in the face, and you know we all know somebody who was touched by suicide. Living in Seattle for many years, I had a lot of friends that I lost through suicide. My great great grandfather committed suicide. I mean, you know, so it, it, it just it, it's just completely classless, completely tasteless. I don't know if that says uh, something about the genre he works in, but uh, yeah. he better think again before he tries something like that. And I'd like to warn everyone else who's thinking about this after seeing all this public attention that this guy is getting. You know, please don't go there. Please don't sink that low. Yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> it's obviously an act of desperation. I don't know whether his information was so out there or so... Uh so messed up that he had to go to these limits to to put it out there so that people would listen. I mean, I'm looking at this blog right here, and he starts out with why he would do this, and then he goes into this whole diatribe of of this uh, why of, of he this, did it, of and... this evidence, all this evidence that he has, and it's kind of like, dude, don't do that to get to get the attention. I, I don't even want to read your stuff. You make me sick. You fake right the suicide there. on it. And then look at right now. If you look at uh, our chat room, I mean, we've got. Uh, 9-11 debunkers and no planers, and, you know, there isn't just a general discussion and, and you know, friends kind of hanging out together, which normally is how it is at our chat room. You know, it's just completely infiltrated, and this is the result of this. Oh, I'm so glad it happened. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the other thing, too, Jack, is that we've not just seen this one incident, and we've seen a lot of other things happen. We've seen people call in and, and I guess you could say, Ben, lightly, express their feelings, and that's cool. And, and like we always say, Jack, we're as open as your show. Anybody can call in, and they can say whatever they want, no matter what, really, unless we're having a guest on like well, you. Yeah, I mean, I have a question for you, Jack. Uh, now, did, did Jim Fetzer know that he was going on his show to do this? Why is, why is he uh, being suspended again? Do you know that? Yeah, do you I don't know? know any of those. Yeah, neither you know, do we. I, have no I think idea. he would have to talk to Danny. But yeah, maybe we should. You know, this is kind of a no-win situation for WFURadio.com. Yeah. I mean, you keep them, and and you, you know, you get all kinds of crap. You you cut them, you get all kinds of crap. I mean, there's just no way to win in this situation. But I, I don't know any of the details, to be honest with you. In fact, much like the event itself, I found out just a few minutes before I went on the air, and uh, and that's that's it. You know, if anyone thinks that I'm somehow there's some uh, there's some kind of a myth out there that I'm the Machiavelli of Austin, Texas, and I'm uh, pulling puppet strings all over the place and causing all these things to happen. And I, I'm just not that competent, nor do I have that kind of time. So I really don't involve myself with gossip or even with uh, structural issues here at this radio network. I certainly will give my opinion, but uh, I just don't know you know why things happen. To be honest with you, I, I'm pretty much in the same boat with you guys. Yeah, well, I guess you know what, Jack. The bottom line at this point, and just to leave it off, I, I guess on this particular uh, you know point, after all the craziness this week, it's we've had ups, we've had downs. I think the bottom line is we have to concentrate right now on growing the network. Um, you know, we're not gonna. I, we were gonna call Danny live on the air and kind of ask him what he thought, just because figured people would want to know. But um, now, either way, Jack, you know we have to keep pushing f forward here. And get the network up, get all the phones working, and let's just work on things that are going to benefit us, the hosts, the people who are running this, the network there uh, with Danny. So, 
you know, let's put our concentrations in the right place and, and let's not argue about uh, things that we've been uh, wasting time with in the past couple of days. But that being yeah, said... Yeah, well, we need money to do that, which is why I'll I know. be auctioning off one of my microphones on eBay. <laughs> I was thinking about selling one of my kidneys, Jack, but if you have a better idea, um, by all means, let me know. But you know what, Jack, actually... Well, we, you might regret that if you, you know, <laughs> give away a kidney or even sell it. You might want it back sometime. Yeah, well, you know what, Jack? I'm following I'm, the news. That's the big story today. Guy wants his kidney back or oh. something, you know? <laughs> well, I tell you, I'm definitely not doing it before this weekend because all this craziness this week <laughs> has built up an aggression to drink alcohol on this you know, on tomorrow night. I think I might switch from oh. coffee to scotch tomorrow night for just for you, Ben. We should do a scotch night tomorrow it, it's night. Like, it's like, a, it's like an actual experiment of what we do and like how I, how I am right now and how would I be. If I had drinks, well, scotch, we usually right? tend to get pretty rowdy when I uh, get all scotch crazy. goes around. <laughs> that's right. I get like George Bush when he, you know, does his speeches. He stutters and whatnot. So maybe I shouldn't be drinking scotch, uh, Jack. But either way, uh, we're glad you came on for the segment. And I think it's a uh, go ahead, George. I the elections. I'm serious. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, we're looking at the chat room now. It's already, it's already started tonight. Well, you know what, Jack? I, I think the bottom line is that at least, if nothing else, we've gotten people's attention, certainly not because of anything that your show or, or our show has done. Uh, and, you know, I guess you could say that any publicity is good publicity. But in this case, like you said, I want yeah, to echo... Hey, for those, for people that, that like music and, you know, want to talk about social issues or political issues... We've got, uh, you know, one of the, the icons of the hardcore rock scene, I think, on tomorrow, if not next week. And then Saturday, we're doing a special edition with Philip Morris. All right, hang on, hang up. on. Yep, Jack, hang on. We're going to hold you over. AnimalFarmShow.com. Jack Blood, when we return. We love you. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low-cost, and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Waking on a sex farm. Oh my goodness. Animal Farm Radio Show is what you're listening to. 512-879-3805. We are still uh, joined by the infamous... Actually, do you have the other intro? Let's do the other intro. Yeah. When God needs answers, he turns to one man, Jack Blood. Right. When God needs answers, folks, and when we need answers, we turn to the same person. Of course, Jack Blood, the infamous, the untouchable... And uh, our good friend, Jack Blood, on the air with us right now for maybe at least a whole other segment. We don't even know. We don't know where the show's going to go because you never know when a false suicide will be on the air. Jack, are you still with us? I do not talk to God. I do not hear God, and I, I'm very distrustful of anyone who says they're talking to God. But yeah, uh, that's a whole other subject. Especially hey, let me say something Pat real Robertson. quick, because I think I need to put this on the record. You know, we've got these uh, infiltrators or whatever on our forum right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they use 9-11 exclusively to somehow try to damage our credibility. Uh, first of all, the first point I want to make is, is it too much to ask that the government tells us the truth about something as horrible as this that affected all of us? You know, I lived two hours away from that in New York, and, and it was a nightmare when we went through it, and I just wanted to know the truth. So is it too much to ask? And secondly, look, man, uh, we just, uh, and this is you know, part of the problem I had with this whole uh, publicity stunt is, we just won a victory against TxDOT, the toll roads, and the governor here in Texas. So whether or not you believe 9-11 was an inside job, an outside job, a left job, a right job, a nut job, whatever it is, you know, keep in mind that, that those of us who are on this network and those of us who have been active in the, the revolution and the truth community for many years, we don't just do, we don't just talk about 9-11. That's not all we do. We're not just on the Internet trying to get scores 
for our 9-11 evidence, we go out into the communities and we make sure that you don't have those toll roads, that, that, that this stuff doesn't affect your family, that we stop No Child Left Behind here in Texas and the New Freedom Initiative, which called for the testing and drugging of your children. And I guess that's just a big conspiracy theory, though it was in the legislature. Right. So, I mean, we do a lot of good things. Maybe you don't agree with us on on some of the things we're looking at. But uh, when it all comes down, I mean, that's what I dedicated my life to is activism. And we go out, and it took us years to one, win that toll road thing. And we did it on behalf of all of the people of Texas, in fact, the people who could be affected by the NAFTA corridor throughout the United States. A good friend of mine lost their family farm in their possession for three generations to eminent domain in the NAFTA corridor in Minnesota. You know, so we don't just do this so that we can be, you know, the coolest guy on the Internet or popular or, yeah. or you know, to, to discuss conspiracy theories. You know, there's a method to all of this, and we are trying to, you know, do what we can to make sure that your children aren't uh, locked into this control grid everywhere. So there's a lot more to this, for those of you listening, you debunkers out there, whatever, there's a lot more to all of this, uh, this whole movement, I guess, right. a lot of different wings and phases of it, and a lot of the people we know here in Texas are activists first, and then, I guess, conspiracy theorists second. Yeah. So keep in mind that we are doing a lot of good work, and we do try to you know, help the first responders out of New York, and there are a number of things that we're dedicated to, including you know, helping the poor here in Texas. Uh, you know, it's not all bad. Yeah, well, Jack, the other thing, too, I mean, and, yes. and, and I think you make you make a great point, and like I said earlier, one of my opinions is just let's just get back to basics. Let's just get back to talking to one another as though we're adults and human beings and Americans. There's a lot of name-calling going on, and I'm not going to single anybody out, but uh, folks, I mean, you know, I went through school, and I definitely called names, but hopefully we're a little bit above calling people stupid names because of whatever. I think a lot of this is just try to, to try to get people angry and upset, but I think uh, your show, Jack, our show, is, is very similar in the sense where where we, we're not censoring anybody. We do uh, try to entertain as many opinions as possible. And like you originally started out with, Jack, I mean, we're not just 9-11 people. We talk about so many other things. And literally, I have, you know, 40 articles. Ben, I'm sure, has the equivalent. Uh, and Pyatt, well, he's just on the soundboard. I'm right? also addicted to boobies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sure enough, Jack, <laughs> Jack might be serious after that. But sure enough, no, we have a lot of things we talk about. And the bottom line is that it is, you know, and this is not really up for debate um, based on what our country was founded on we our job is to keep government in check is to check up on government their actions they are supposed to be serving us we know that's not happening um yeah. but no yeah, it, yeah it, i mean it, just it, back to principles here benny yeah just that general notion of, of, of we should be questioning government i think it's you know people forget the planes versus no planes yeah, and we're all this other deep crap into it right we're now. so deep into it we can't even uh, we're not even able to to, at, to make the point that we shouldn't have to ask these questions out of government they should have investigated this right. properly the first time they shouldn't Spent you know one one fifth or one tenth of the money that was spent uh, yeah. investigating you know Monica Lewinsky's blowjob uh, <laughs> as compared to 9/11. We shouldn't we shouldn't be in that yeah. in that situation in the first place. Yeah, there's questions. There's a lot of questions, and I think that's well, why I mean, we move those. Speaking of uh, oral sex, <laughs> the thing is, you know, you got you've got to go out and use what people are going to believe, and this has always been the problem I've had with the, the no plane theories and these kinds of things because. You know, years ago we were investigating, uh, you know, the Franklin cover-up, and you know, this all blew up into front-page headlines in Washington D.C. Uh, involving the Reagan administration and uh, some of their tools 
no pun intended, uh, abusing children. And, and we've talked about, uh, you know, the United Nations and how they abuse refugees, uh, many more being created as we have this, this call. But, you know, here's all this evidence that our elected politicians and the elite have been, uh, you know, abusing children with ritual abuse and, and a ton of evidence. But you know what? People don't believe it. It's too horrible for their minds to imagine because they're good people, and they would never do that. They've never met anyone that would do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. then people don't even believe that. And that is verifiable, documentable truth. Yeah. Well, so, knows. I mean, to go out and say, well, you know, space beams or whatever it is, uh, direct energy weapons and holograms and no planes... It's just going to be harder for people to understand, and I think if they can get in the door, I've always said this, if people can get in the door and start thinking for themselves, they're going to find the rest of this stuff. So there shouldn't be any kind of sectarian pressure that we all have to agree on, on you know, some theory that uh, is almost unsellable to the American public. Yeah, and even and whether it's unsellable, unsellable or not, it, it, the overall point is: look, we don't have to prove exactly what happened. We're, like you said, Ben, we're just yeah. trying to find out what's going on. We're, we're questioning the government's actions. When whenever whenever there's a crime, let's forget about 9/11. Put it down for a second. There's a crime that's been committed somewhere. There's always questions. There's always people trying to f- figure out the clues. And when certain people lie openly lie about certain elements of that crime we ask questions that's natural human behavior uh so you know like i said let's get back to that let's get back well, right yeah, now certain people don't even want you to ask those questions I, Look, jack i know i know you guys are with me i'm not billing myself as an expert I, I i'm not an expert in anything okay i'm kind of a jack of all trades to use that pun but you know i am i am a person who has an opinion i am a person who's committed to freedom and and to truth uh, as much as i can here and and so you know I, I don't know why why the attacks come when they come and they always come in droves but keep in mind i mean no one here is saying we're an expert we're trying to give a voice to people that don't have a voice precisely and yeah. you know try to set the record straight precisely. and as soon as somebody can prove to me i'm wrong about something i'm the first one to admit it and reverse uh, what i said and, and add that into the equation yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we do we want to get as many uh, aspects and as many perspectives as possible. I mean, and we want to have a debate, and we want to we want to yeah. be proven wrong. And we absolutely. don't. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to feed the trolls, but you know, we've we have been having you know a lot of disagreements and people called into the show, and we're actually friends with those people now. So uh, we'll be back with Jack Ludd uh, momentarily, ladies and gentlemen. Animalfarmshow.com is a website. Stay tuned. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food 
it will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7.19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. All right, time to practice a little bit more of what we're preaching here. We do uh, still have Jack Blood on the line with us. Animal Farm shows what you're listening to. The number to call in is 512-879-3805, animalfarmshow.com, the website. And I do, uh, Jack, I want to get your opinion about this. Now, this came out, uh, I guess it was yesterday. I think Kendrick actually sent this to us, so thank you. Uh, uh-huh. Army sends out Dear John Doe letters to families of war dead. And this is the kind of topic, that, especially with veterans, I think this is hopefully a topic that most of us can at least agree on, that it's of some concern and that we don't want our troops uh, ever being treated Shut unfairly. Shut up, you conspiracy theorist. I know, I'm crazy. U.S. Army apologized Wednesday for mistakenly sending letters to 7,000 families of soldiers killed in Iraq and Afghanistan with the salutation, Dear John Doe. <laughs> Unbelievable. It almost made me puke when I read Why it. Why uh, are you telling me this? Yeah, seriously. The letter, which was mailed December 20th, 
contain information about private organizations offering assistance to families who lost a soldier but omitted specific names and addresses. The salutation says, Dear John Doe, which was basically sort of a placeholder where the name of the individual or the recipient was supposed to be said Paul Boyce, an Army spokesman. So, yeah, they actually were supposed to put these names, but they didn't. Welcome to the White House. God bless you. Boyce Mm -hmm. said the error was not caught when the 7,000 letters were printed, sorted, and sent out to family members. It learned about it. Maybe everybody's cutting back, even the Pentagon. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, It learned about it from uh, recipients, or the Army, that is, uh, who wrote back to say, the information was absolutely wonderful, but what you need to know, though, is that my particular letter had a glitch, Boyce said. When we looked, we noticed that all of them had the particular problem. Uh, General George Casey, the Army Chief of Staff, is sending a personal letter of apology to each of the families, he said. So, okay. You know, You've got it, the documents. That's right. We do have the documents. But this happened. I mean, you know, not, not a tremendous issue, Jack, but just something maybe we can relieve the tension with this little story. Any well, thoughts that's on the it? least. that's the least they can do to, I guess, make up for their alleged incompetence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, we have... The mistreatment of our troops is a story that we have covered repeatedly for as long as I've been on the radio, and it, it's it's something I have a real hard time with. I mean, on the one hand, you know, I, reading General, General Smedley Butler, you know, and his account of what you know he was used for as a military man, the War as a Racket was the name of his book. You know, I, I wonder, you know, what these people are actually being doing as they're, you know, in the armed services. Uh, who are they protecting? What what are they actually fighting for? And, and these are questions that all need to be asked. But as long as they are fighting and as long as, you know, they're fighting allegedly for our Constitution, which is uh, the oath that they take, uh, they should be treated with the utmost respect. Yeah. So this is just another uh, <laughs> chapter in the book. You know, I remember back when Dick Cheney, uh, it was some Veterans Day, and he had been making some comments in front of the press about, you know, how he flew over Arlington, and it made him so sad, and he described, he went to Arlington and described, you know, what it looked like, and it wasn't even Arlington he was describing. He obviously hadn't been there or didn't know what he was talking about, and and it just showed, you know, how detached these chicken hawks are from the actual people that have to do the fighting and keeping in mind that in this economy, I mean, more and more people are going to see that as an option to stay alive. And I guess there's the irony. Guys, I appreciate the work that you do. Uh, I'm going to get off the phone here because people are, are begging to laugh more and they need it. And I'm in a very serious mood today. <laughs> I but I do have one last thing to say. Jack Blood has left the building. <laughs> Jack, wait, hold on, Jack. We want your vote. Are you still with us? Jack? I think you might hear my See, we were going to try to get Please Jack. don't let this be real. Jack. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please, Jack. We need you. I need you. you, Jack. I need you. <laughs> Where'd he go? Oh. oh, he's gone. Damn it. We wanted to know if he wanted Jesus. You know, I, I think he would have chose Discharge Dick. That's my opinion. F you, Ben. You, know what? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a... You got like 40 votes. I got one. Piet's got one. Uh, oh, I just right, spilled Jack, the beans on the... Uh, Jack, on please write in the chat room uh, what your vote is. No, no. He's got a vote. This. No, no. Ben, keep in mind. He's got to email because everybody else is, is emailing us. I got to be fair. Jack... Damn it, you, you know, let us excuse you next time. We wanted your vote on uh, Dick Cheney now that you brought him up. We are uh, casting votes here, taking votes, accepting votes, whatever. Email us at info at animalfarmshow.com. This goes for everybody listening, by the way, even the, the trolls and the people in the room that everybody is getting angry at. Um, ooh, Oompa Loompa song. Good Lord. Okay, so sure enough, Discharge Dick is the first option to name Dick Cheney on the Animal Farm deck of cards. Discharge Dick. Um, Pyatt's 
uh, vote or his idea was turd sandwich. Turd and, sandwich. And my <laughs> choice is Dick Vader. Uh, and again, folks, the Animal Farm Show will come up with a deck of cards for you to play, you know, hold them or poker or whatever with, uh, you know, when the Animal Farm's not on the air or maybe when we are on there. Who the hell knows? And of course, folks, you can listen to all of our podcasts, our previous episodes. You can check all of our stuff out at the home base for Farm Matters, and that is AnimalFarmShow.com. And yes, okay, we will get back to things here. I mean, it, it is tough, though, Ben, to make humor of almost everything. I mean, that's why we have the intro segment because those are supposed to be the funny articles and sometimes maybe sometimes they're not even that funny, but... Um, um, you know, we're sitting in front of a lot of news here that it's going to be tough to spin in a funny light. But I do want to jump right into some police state stuff, or at least that's the category I put it under. And uh, NYPD is something I try to keep a close eye on, considering we're, what, 40 miles away from the city. Mm-hmm. But now they're eyeing uh, a new disrupting cell phones in the event of a terrorist attack. This is like a new plan uh, under the infamous Ray Kelly. New York Police Department is training for new threats in the wake of the Mumbai terror attacks. Commissioner Raymond Kelly is set to tell a Senate committee Thursday, and I was even reading something, and I have to retrieve it. Unfortunately, I didn't save this particular article, but there was, you know, someone came out and said, oh, I could see Mumbai happening in New York. You know, oh, yeah, great. That, that's really nice to know. Great, you know, a theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure enough, the New York Police Department is looking for ways to disrupt cell phone calls and other forms of electronic communication among terrorists in the event of another terror attack in New York, Police Commissioner Raymond Kelly says. The need to disrupt communications is one of several conclusions that the NYPD has drawn from studying the November attack in Mumbai, India, a three-day rampage by machine gun and grenade-wielding Islamic militants in which at least 165 people were killed and 304 were wounded. Yes, right. Kelly is is scheduled to discuss this and other lessons learned in testimony Thursday before the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Okay, uh, I, I, I do that from now on every time there's a long sentence. A draft copy of his statement was shared with Fox News in advance of his appearance. And finally, Kelly stressed the need for law enforcement to be able to disrupt cell phone calls and other communications during an attack, pointing to threats posed by the media when they disclose law enforcement tactics during live coverage that can get passed back to the attackers. couple questions on my end here, Ben. I'm trying to use the phone! <laughs> Absolutely, and, and, if, I, and if, if there was such an attack, let's pretend for an example, I mean... I'm not quite understanding this. They're trying to uh, come up with an idea to disrupt cell phones of the terrorists or just cell phones in general. Because I would also think that it's equally as important for people who might be affected by a terror attack Mm -hmm. to use their phones as well. I mean, they want to call their families, but even more so. Maybe they're stuck. Maybe they're trapped. Maybe they have to call 911 and their cell phone is now being disrupted because... They don't want terrorists to talk to one another. You think terrorists maybe wouldn't use their phones? Maybe we'd come up with some other way to communicate? I don't know. I'm obviously crazy, and I admit that. I don't that. know, man. It's a, it's a, it is a good question because, you know, if, <laughs> if they ever did that and something did happen where somebody wasn't able to make the phone call, they'd be crucified for it. That's and so, but yeah, yeah, And we talk about the firefighters and how they, the, the you know, the equipment they were using was kind of faulty on, the, on 9-11. But the, um, you know, in this particular case, I'm not sure what they're going to do. I'm not sure how you could disrupt all cell phones unless you had complete control over the telecommunications satellites and, and so uh-huh. so on and so forth yeah. but no I don't like the idea I don't, I don't think it's the right way to attack and you know what if you really I mean they're already eavesdropping on our phones admittedly because they're trying to look for terrorists so uh, why would they need to worry about the aftermath and what to do then let's get them now get them before they get us right isn't that the plan <laughs> okay good moving on here and I, I don't want to you know keep harping on Barack Obama but he's kind of like the president and stuff but he now uh, <laughs> this is interesting it's an interesting you know what it is it's, a, it's an interesting headline I'll read after the headline because I don't want to even 
even uh, prefaced that way, and I've already failed. NSA's colossal Cray supercomputer, codenamed the Black Widow, scans millions of domestic and international phone calls. Why do they name all these spying things like evil creatures? Why do they do <laughs> and, that? And the Sentinel or Neo yeah. or you know yeah, Morpheus. Did, <laughs> it's like exactly. Why do they? Jesus, pick up a dictionary, get a name. How about Share Bear or like <laughs> Funshine Bear or like a Care Bear name or something? Yeah. No, they can't make it soft, Ben. And then and what about the what about sandwich? The, <laughs> <laughs> what about the group of people that were uh, that were that were uh, searching all the bags in New York City on the subways? They were like, uh, oh no, those were the Sentinel. Yeah, those sent- weren't like, those were the Sentinel cops. I thought they were like Snake or something. Can it you look like, it up real quick? Because I'm I'm curious now. Now right, you got me I'll thinking. Look, I'll look That's it when up. they were. Yeah, you know, that was like the period of a week or two weeks where they were looking at all the trains and randomly searching everybody because terrorism is everywhere, of course. Um, Barack Obama's now Black you Widow. See that evil yeah. will always triumph <laughs> because good is dumb. Uh, we get nothing done here. <laughs> sure enough, the Black Widow does scan millions of domestic and international phone calls and emails every hour. Again, that, that's kind of why I didn't understand the previous article, but anyway, I, I make segues, I try. The Black Widow performing hundreds of trillions of calculations per second. That's almost as fast as I can think. Searches through and reassembles keywords and patterns across many languages. Barack Obama will be in charge of the biggest domestic and international spying operation in history. Its prime engine is the National Security Agency, or the NSA, located and guarded at Fort Meade, Maryland, about 10 miles northeast of Washington, D.C. A brief glimpse of its ever-expanding capacity was provided on October 26th by the Baltimore Sun's National Security Correspondent David Wood. NSA's colossal Cray supercomputer, codenamed the Black Widow, scans millions of domestic and international phone calls and emails every hour. So, you know, again, Ben, I, you know, if this uh, if this is just I one... I don't accept yeah. the legitimacy of government. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, Ace. Ace, relax, Ace. You know, you've done it enough. <laughs> Pipe down there. Yeah, relax. Son. You know, shoot something else, would you? Um, you know, if, if, if there's so much... I mean, that's, that's, why, that's why I always try to play the game between the threat of terrorism, Ben, and the fact that we're not even securing our borders. Yeah. Not, you know, not that I'm implying anything, but you can't sell the you know, you can't sell a diaphragm with holes in it. Let's be honest. You can't. You just can't do it. Maybe you can. I and mean, of course, and, and, what the hell laugh is that? I mean, they're doing it. People, people buy this stuff. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if every one of our phones is tapped, and we've even had reports where even if you turn the damn thing off, they can still hear you. Apparently, if yeah. this is true, they can activate the microphone in your phone when the thing is turned off and listen to you right. if they want. How, if, you know, how sick is that? If there is no Fourth Amendment anymore, and it doesn't require probable cause, uh, a la Mr. Michael Hayden then why would you want to shut down phones in a terrorist attack? Yeah. doesn't make any sense to me, folks. Animal Farm Show, we're crazy, we're nuts, we're unbelievable. Having a good show, and thanks once again, Jack, for calling in. Uh, when we get back, we'll take your phone calls and have much more news straight ahead.
believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. All right, welcome back, folks. Number to reach us, 512-879-3805. That's 512-879-3805. You want to get hot? (laughs) (laughs) Where's your head, Pius? I got this great article, uh, another great article out of Victor Thorne. I got to give props. Um, You got to hook me up with this site there, Ben. You're you're keeping it all to yourself. (laughs) It's uh, Victor Thorne. As long as he shuts the hell up and just writes stories, it's good. But when he goes out there and just attacks people, he attacks Jack Blood. He attacks when he had his uh, his uh, show. He was out there. All he did on his show was attack people. Uh, But as long as he shuts the hell up and and writes great articles, I'll keep plugging them. This is a great article by Victor Thorne. Uh, He says uh, the, the the name of it is Change. Obama inner circle filled with Bilderbergers, and he goes over each of the appointments here. And lists how uh, how they're connected, and I'll, I'll read a couple of them here. This is on our site too, right, Ben? It is on our site. Yep. Uh, Timothy Geithner, Treasury Secretary, is a uh, Bilderberger uh, Council on Foreign Relations Trilateral Commission. Paul Volcker, Economic Recovery Advisory Board, Bilderberger Council on Foreign Relations, uh, North American Chairman uh, for, of the Trilateral Commission. Rami Manuel, first March, member of Israeli Defense Force, staunch Zionist Congressman, uh, Board of Directors for Freddie Mac, member of Bill Clinton's. Finance com- a Campaign Committee, um, Lawrence Summers, National Economic Counselor. She's a Bilderberger, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission. David Axelrod, a political sunt- uh, consultant whose past clients included Senator, Senator Hillary Clinton, uh, Christopher Dodd, John Edwards, Hillary Clinton herself, Bilderberger, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission. Joseph Biden, Vice President, Bilderberger, Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, Bill Richardson, Commerce Secretary, who I think he bowed out recently, but he's a Bilderberger, Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, Robert Gates, Defense Secretary, Bilderberger, Council on Foreign Relations. Tom Daschle, Health Secretary, Bilderberger, Council on Foreign yeah. Relations. Eric Holder, Attorney General. Um, he was a key person and pardon of racketeering Mark Rich. Uh, Janet Napolitaniano, Council on Foreign Relations, uh, General James L. Lyon, National Security Advisor, Bilderberger, Trilateral Commission, Susan Wright, Council on Foreign Relations, Rhodes Scholar, etc., etc. Yeah. Uh, and, and it just goes to show that these, you could look at the Bush administration and the same na- uh, the same positions will come up. Bilderberger, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission. Always, always, always. This is the illusion that we face. This is the key to the two-party system. These organizations make up these two parties. They have one agenda, and it's a false illusion that these two parties uh, differ on anything, quite frankly. I agree with you, Ben. And I think uh, the, the fact of the matter is most people don't even know what the Bilderberg Group really – that it even exists. And yeah. I, don't, I can't actually tell you exactly what they're doing because a lot of it's all in secret. You know, They meet in different places all the time. It's secret. I, they put, they put uh, hundreds of, of armed uniform guards outside so nobody could uh, yeah. see what they're doing. But essentially what the 
Bilderberg Group is just to sum it up for people who have never sure. heard of it. Uh, they're just a, 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 a large group of international um, bankers, financiers, uh, people in the media, politicians, congressmen, and they all meet up once a year in a designated location. We don't know where the hell it is. Uh, they, they kind of secretly do that, and you have find out at the last second and have to fly there to cover it. Um, but they meet up once a year, talk about the agendas and what's going down in there. Extremely secret when they do so. Yeah, and this is this is another perfect example, uh, like what we were talking about before when Jack Blood was on the line, first couple segments. This is a perfect uh, example or opportunity, I should say, for us to make things you know clear as far as what we're trying to say. I mean, we're reporting on this, and, and you know, I think it's important. I think we may have touched upon a similar article maybe a couple months ago there, Ben. But uh, these are again, this is again an, an example of why you know we're asking questions. Why is this happening? Now, granted, we're implying that we're not going to get any change with Obama. You go to people, you say, I don't think this is going to bring any change. Look at this. Look at this. Well, you're crazy. He hasn't even taken office yet. You can't make those assumptions. But we can because these people are the same day in, day out, the same people who have been keeping us in this mess yeah. and driving this country uh, south the whole time. Um, so, you know, again, I think it's a, it's a great example for us to carefully say that, yes, we're asking the same questions, and about the Bilderberg Group itself, what are these people doing? What are these meetings about? We have a right to know. We're the people of this country. Uh, and, and not only that, but why are our politicians violating the Logan Act and going thank there overseas you. Just, and, and meeting with these people when, gonna say it. when there's, a, there's an actual law out there that says you're not supposed to do that because of the implications of, of b- betraying your own country? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, wow, that's really crazy. That's conspiratorial. Nobody would ever betray yeah. their country. That's never happened once in the history of the world. Yeah, well, if, if there were never any conspiracies in the history of mankind, then I would say, yes, we're probably not for talking about them, but they happen quite often. It's and treason. Yeah, and the bottom line is, even if they didn't, uh, right, thank you, Ben, the Logan Act, I was going to get right to that, but yes, the Logan Act itself. Uh, if, if, if you out there calling us crazy need any example of why we're going, you know, any reason why we're going nuts or asking questions, because it's a friggin' law. I mean, this is what our country is about we have a right to know and this is we have politicians that are running the country uh against of what you know against our will against what we want but they're also violating the logan act those evildoers and these are a lot of politicians so yeah. if we don't have a right to question politicians breaking the law then you know what <laughs> i don't know you know what excuse you a- actually need in this world but sure enough uh you know moving along here that, that, that that's that segment bush now uh, rewards his hired guns and of course this is the the final exodus but we've had a lot of news because of the exodus but the white house revealed on tuesday that u.s president george w bush will reward partners in war crime i was going to use this as one of the intro articles and i have it under the crazy the nutty um it's just amazing it's like a, a pig pinning a medal on another pig. Um, <laughs> Bush will reward partners in crime, Tony Blair, John Howard, and Alvaro Uribe, with the Presidential Medal of Freedom next week. I can't believe it. Freedom. It's amazing. <laughs> of, of all people to award the Medal of Freedom. Uh, spokeswoman Dana Perino, that's your girl, Ben, announced that in poverty... my girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's your girl. That's not my... No, she's horrific. Impossibly the last act by the lame duck president, former British Prime Minister Mr. Blair, will receive the prestigious award next Tuesday. He will be joined by former Australian Prime Minister Mr. Howard. Uh, M.R. Howard, M.R. I guess it's M.R. Howard, Mur Howard, who Mr. Bush once <laughs> described. There's no periods on this article, none. Who Two Mr. Bush? Three at a time. Oh my goodness! Please help me. Who Mr. Bush once described as his sheriff in Southeast Asia, and Colombian Premier Mr. Uribe, under whose watch over 600 trade unionists have been assassinated and thousands of innocent civilians murdered and disappeared by the Colombian army and paramilitary. So this is one of my favorite sites, wow. rinf.com. Once again, folks, if you look on 
our website. You can check out the delicious section, uh, news, show links, somewhere, middle page somewhere, and you can follow along with us while we cover all of this ridiculous news that makes right. us look so stupid. Uh, ben? Nothing. Okay, great. New Congress now continues the investigation of the Bush administration. And the other thing, too, is one of our other mutual favorite sites, Ben, is Democrats.com. Not because we're Democrats, because we're not Democrats at all, but it's a great site. Oh, it was DemocraticUnderground.com. Uh, I don't, maybe it was. I don't think so. The no, one, you're, you, I think the, you're right. Well, Democrats.com. They were the ones that, that came out with that bombshell article questioning Barack Obama and his appointments. Mm-hmm. The ones that were saying that they were disappointed with him because he was going for all the uh, <laughs> Bilderberg Trilateral Commission. Yeah, and, uh, and, and Global Research also had a similar article than the one you just read, maybe it's kind of a, a working uh, in hand in hand, but similar to questioning these people. I mean, we, we can only go by what this man has done and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that. We're keeping the man in check. And thank, thankfully, because the last eight years, we've gotten really good at keeping people in check. So that's our job, once again. Sure enough, um, Democrats.com, right, back to the point, they have been all over the idea of, you know, right to Mr. Obama, right to President-elect, and demand that he not pardon the Bush administration. That's not going to happen, folks, and I'm willing to bet the show on that. Mr. Obama will not prosecute the Bush administration for anything, um, especially that maybe the higher-ups, at least. Uh, but I will say That's that... That's you first saw his name! That's the first place yeah. I saw it on two great big old tits! That's right, <laughs> Pastor Manning. That's absolutely right, Pastor Manning. And, and sure enough, I think that's a main... Con- major concern because that just means that we're letting people get away with war crimes essentially uh, the war itself uh, yeah. new congress now continues investigation of bush administration however u.s house judiciary committee chairman john conyers and the house of representatives look uh, took concrete steps rather in the first days of the 111th congress to ensure a continuation of ongoing investigations of the bush administration specifically torture of detainees warrantless wiretapping and and for politicizing the Department of Justice by firing independent prosecutors and wrongly prosecuting Democrats. Ooh. The details just beginning to emerge on the House Judiciary Committee website, but stories in the Las Vegas Sun, the TPMM Muckraker, and the Consortium News show that uh, at least some members of Congress are not ready to move on and let bygones be bygones when it comes to potential crimes by the Bush administration officials. Conyers introduced a bill calling for a National Commission on Presidential War Powers and Civil Liberties that will establish a, quote, blue ribbon commission, end quote, comprised of experts outside government service to investigate the broad range of policies uh, of the Bush years, Ben. So, uh, you know, it's a hope. It is a hope, yeah. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I don't think anything is going to happen because I've seen nothing happen so far. Uh, uh, Maybe I should be more optimistic, Ben. Maybe Maybe I should. Maybe we should. And and this article right here has got me thinking the same thing. Maybe we should be more optimistic. Uh, Headline here, Obama appears ready to end embargo on Cuba. Right? Yeah. By, uh, this is by Richard Walker. Obama. Barack Barack Hussein Obama may take a major step ho- towards uh, rapprochement with Cuba, setting in the motion of diplomatic policy that will effectively end 47 years of that nation's isolation. It would have uh, the backing of a younger Cuban-Americans, most European uh, Union leaders, and the whole of Latin America. It would also be applauded by the American oil and gas industry, which has been quietly arguing for years that Cuba represents a major en- energy resource and cheap gas supplier. For Florida, recently Raul Castro, uh, who has taken over the reins of power in Cuba from his brother Fidel, made his first trip abroad to attend the meeting of the 33-nation Latin American and Caribbean summit held in Brazil's second-largest city, Rio de Janeiro, which was also once its capital. So, uh, again, hope for this. Um, this would be very nice. I, I feel that you know the embargo on Cuba should end. We should have open trade with all nations. 
Yeah, well, if you, certainly if you subscribe to the Ron Paul mentality, of course I, I would yeah. agree. Um, and, and and hopefully, Ben, one of my one of the things I really want to do is when I <laughs> I know you've read the book completely. I have not finished the book. I'm going to try to do that maybe this weekend or uh, maybe by middle of next week. But I'd like to do you know not necessarily a book review, but I really there's so much information in that book that yeah. I have to kind of double check on and, and look into more because it's surprising to me and I've never heard some of it. You told me that you read 16 books. No, I think I've read less than 16 books in my entire life, Mr. Jones. Uh, I'm not. I'm really not much of a book reader, Ben. I got to be honest with you. I'm more of a movie guy. I'm a video guy. But uh, I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change. I've read about four million articles. But sure, Sixty or seventy. Sure enough. Um, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we can. And maybe we could even get the great Ron Paul on the show one day. You think he'd ever come on the and one and only Animal Farm radio show, Ben? Sure. I think, I think he, his handlers would be like, eh. Nah, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I no, bet you they're probably listening right now. They're a little now. racy. Eh. Oh, it's racy. Come on. No. We're not racy. God, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, anyway, lightening up the load a little bit. I want to get on Palin in more than one way. Uh, Palin now. <laughs> sailing C- Katie Couric. That's right. I'm good like that. Katie Couric and Tina Fey profited by by exploiting me. So please, give me the uh, the, the violin music and the crying, if you would, Pyeth, when you get a chance. The poor conservative talk show host and documentary filmmaker. Uh, no, I... I I actually started that wrong. Conservative talk show host and documentary. I thought we were talking about Palin. Filmmaker John Ziegler is determined to prove that Barack Obama won the 2008 election because of media bias and that the media assassination of Sarah Palin, her character and family, was one of the greatest public injustices of our time. I agree and disagree. Let me explain. Uh, yes, the media was very much biased towards Obama and very yes. much favored towards Obama. And then to this day, they are even more worshipping him. Uh, but don't even dare tell me that they're the ones who executed Sarah Palin's you know, image. She she yeah, did that on, on her own. Come on, this woman is not exactly the sharpest You're a dummy. Tool. She couldn't answer a freaking question. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, exactly. You know, you and, and granted, the media is all over Obama. They're all over his. You know what? But the fact of the matter is, we want to hear what politicians have to say. They are our servants. So yes, Palin yeah. failed many times, and more than just that, her speeches right. with, with the winks and the cheeks and the, and then the movements mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It just insults America. Yeah, nice I mean, girl, but about as sharp as a sack of wet mine. <laughs> right. I think one thing. I think one thing that they did was they really. Uh, you know, the, one of the reasons why she became so huge is because she, there were so many, there really were, as Naomi Wolf says, there were so many disenfranchised uh, women out there, middle-aged women that, you know, housewives, if you will, soccer moms, <laughs> hockey moms, yeah. uh, that are out there. And I guess there were so many disenfranchised uh, women like that, that to have Sarah Palin come into politics kind of introduced them into, into politics, and that was kind of the strategy that they were going for. Uh, but she's become a celebrity regardless of it, I, I, just because she's hot. Yeah, but- Okay, Ben, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, my, my, brain's, my brain's jumping the gun. Be that as it may, you know, the whole the only point and the only reason uh, if I were had Ziegler in front of me, if I was talking to him, because uh, he's determined to prove that, you know, not only the Barack Obama media worship, which I agree with, mm-hmm. but, you know, that the they also assassinated her character. Look, Saturday Night Live has been doing that since they've been involved. I mean, the Second City yeah, gave I mean, birth to Saturday Night Live, and since then, the comedic routines have always been political on SNL, period. Secondly, this woman had the world on a string after the first speech. I... I Every newspaper, every outlet, every single news website had her face as, oh, my God, you know, the, con- the conservative the movement. of the conservative party. There you go. Yeah, it was like, it <laughs> was ridiculous. I, and I was thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was Can like, I poke a hole in this newspaper? Oh, God. No, no please, Ben. <laughs> my goodness. I hope you're kidding. No, Ben is not kidding. But sure, you know, I wasn't thinking politics at that point. But sure enough, <laughs> um, no, I mean, she had everything that any 
person, woman, man, or child, for that matter, could want in the world of politics. She had everybody's attention. She did make a very good speech. Granted, it wasn't, you know, it was written for her. That's kind of how it works. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, she had every opportunity in the world to bring the McCain campaign uh, up and above and, and bring it to where it needed to be. But, yeah. uh, you know, to quote the, or to paraphrase the, the Henry Rollins, maybe it would have been better for these two people just to shut up eventually because they kept digging their own holes. And McCain looked like he had to go to the bathroom on every single debate as you play with your little McCain figurine <laughs> on your desk, man. I'm giving, he's giving the side heel. Thinking, uh, thinking of childhood, aren't you? Sick heel. He's got the hand outstretched. It is. But that's actually, I never really noticed that. Good job. But sure enough, man, you know, I mean, how many times did we hear after their speeches or their debates, you know, just these people just weren't saying the things that people wanted to hear. And even though Barack Obama did, and now he's kind of changing his tune, but that's maybe why people liked him more. So I don't know. It is what it is, of course, and like everything. But finishing up here, Ziegler has released clips of January 5th interview with the former vice presidential candidate conducted for his documentary on progress, Media Malpractice, How Obama Got Elected. In the, in, in, in the actual interview itself, Ben, uh, Palin repeatedly blamed the mainstream media for presenting a distorted impression of her and her family. Um, you know, I, I just scream BS, man. You know, you make your own bed. And granted, the, the TV, just like said uh, the host says in, in that movie Network, they've made or broke presidents, and, and they do have that power, no doubt. Yeah. But I think she broke her own. So <laughs> more on that and much more when we return on the Animal Farm Radio Show. Stay with us. food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest, non-allergenic and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. 
That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online, all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are on the Animal Farm Radio Show. 512-879-3805. Uh, we were just talking about Ron Paul, yes. um, and uh, he actually did come out and address the Gaza issue, and I just found this clip to be brilliant. I just I, I just think he is a very, very smart person. I'm not going to uh, make a, a buy a coin with his face on it. or, or uh, <laughs> I've already bought yeah. in two, actually. Just oh, did you? Well, just because they were pure silver, and I, I've been collecting silver since way before uh, Ron Paul even I'm, came I'm into the presidential in race. A, I'm not going to put him in a comic book or anything, but... Uh, no, I, I, you know, I'm a coin collector, so yeah, I'm, I'm nuts, but okay, go ahead. The death toll mounts in Gaza, and as global outrage continues to dominate bit, massive protests around the world, the leaders of the United States Congress and the Bush administration continue to back Israel's war on the besieged Gaza Strip. Understand Israel's desire to protect itself. That one voice on Capitol Hill has broken from the status quo. Republican Congressman Ron Paul recently called the onslaught in Gaza an atrocious massacre. It's our money and our weapons, but I think we uh, we encouraged it. Uh, certainly, the president has said nothing to diminish it. Matter of fact, he justifies it on moral grounds that all they have a right to this without ever mentioning the tragedy of Gaza. You know, the real problems are there. To me, I look at it like a concentration camp and people are making homemade bombs and uh, like they're the aggressors. Dr. Paul noted despite silence from the Obama camp, the U.S. is heavily involved in the ongoing assault on the 1.5 million Palestinians trapped in Gaza. I think if we weren't in the Middle East, there'd be a much greater motivation for Israel to deal with all the people and maybe the Arab League. Maybe they would be talking to the Arab League every single day to work out problems, but, but they don't do that. They don't have the motivation because they know we'll back them up no matter what happens over there. Uh, Israel knows, and uh, our government knows, Republican or Democrat, that we'll do whatever is necessary to bail out Israel. 
Congressman Paul also said the best solution for the United States would be to end its special relationship with Israel because so far Israel's influence in U.S. foreign policy has only pushed the United States further in debt and increased anti-American sentiments around the world. Of course, I want a ceasefire before they start. I want to change the policy which would prevent these problems. Of course, a ceasefire, they, have, they both ought to quit. But uh, neither side right now are really ready to talk and deal with the major problems. So being on the side of just saying, well, my position is I'm calling for a ceasefire, that means you're involved in directing people on what to do. Uh, you know, if, uh, if Israel has a problem they have to deal with, I don't think it should be any of our business. It's just that it's our business, and we will be buying because we support Israel blindly so, and we give them the money and we give them the weapons. That should be the contention that we approach here and Congress should know about and the American people should know about. And then if, if I personally favor one side or the other side, it's really pretty academic because politically I don't want to be involved. I want to say, well, you know, I think the Palestinians have been ripped off uh, and therefore all the blame is on Israel. Uh, I've sort of stepped in a little bit more than I want to. I can have a personal opinion, but politically, my position is that America would be much better off if we just minded our own business. And, of course, I always tie this into the financial calamity that our foreign policy creates. We're yeah, and he keeps going on and on, but I, I really like the one thing that he says there. Um, you know, these people are out there making homemade bombs, and they're looked at as the aggressor? Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. No question. <laughs> yeah. And regardless of, of, you know, where you or I might stand on the, you know, on either side of this war or these two uh, people fighting, these two entities fighting, uh, the bottom line is our media, our mainstream media is infatuated all of them. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. It's O'Reilly, it's Hannity, it's all the, the big talking heads, and they're blind, like Ron Paul says really accurately. Uh, he's talking about the government, but uh, you know, as the same point is made, the mainstream media is also blindly supporting Israel, no matter what. Yeah, and uh, absolutely. I've looked at a lot of the videos online of, you know, the, the, like we said, the market bombings, and I've seen some of the, uh, the, the other YouTube clips, and I'm just trying to get an idea of what, you know, what's going on over there, but uh, I, I do agree with Ron Paul in the sense that we any entity any nation that we're you know we're supporting because of x y or z yeah. i think it's the wrong idea especially since where we're at as a country uh financially i can you know economically alone i think is a good enough reason to break off any ties yeah. that are going to get us into more wars or, or are going to force us to support any country at this point it could be any country around the world doesn't matter but obviously ben you got to be careful because if you say that you don't want to support israel then all of a sudden you don't like jews you're yeah. anti-semitic but which it's is not obviously even, not the truth that's yeah. not where i'm coming from I mean, that's obviously just a, a, it's ridiculous. A false flag. That, that, yeah, that's I mean, like that's... saying that if you don't like Obama, you're racist, or you know, it's the same nonsense. But speaking of which, Ben, just and cut you off a second. Um, we know that Obama is going to keep that tradition alive. That's absolutely. why another reason why I don't approve of his presidency, uh, or I'm not a fan of him. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. We're shipping them weapons, right? And they're bombing hospitals, they're bombing schools, uh, places near schools, and it, we just have to get out of this thing. We have no business being involved in this. And forget the moral support that we're giving this country. We are literally going. Out there and shipping them weapons, helicopters, and everything else. No wonder why these uh, these uh, extremists pop up and hate us. That's what I'm saying. No, no doubt about it. And um, you know, it, it's a huge concern, especially since we have so much coming up in the future with this new administration. And I'm sure the wars are not going to cease anytime soon. They've been going on for how many thousands of years? Five one two eight seven nine three eight zero five. The number. Animal Farm shows what you're listening to. So glad you're still with us. We go to the legendary, uh, almost godlike Ray. In Pennsylvania. Ray, you're on the farm. What's up, buddy? How are you? God, how are you? Oh, Ray, man. It's good. We haven't heard from you in a long time, man, and I'm, I'm really glad. Do you have a good holiday there? Because that's the last yes. time I spoke to you. No, we're not talking to you, God. We're well, talking to Ray. 
<laughs> yeah, the holidays were very, very, very good. Good. I enjoyed it very, very much. What's on your thank mind? You, thank you for asking. Yes. Well, I'm going to tell God to just kind of keep it shut for a bit because we are talking to Ray. God Absolutely keep... <laughs> not. Okay. I like. To, I talk to God all the time, so yeah. uh, I so wouldn't mind I. talking to God. So do I. Um, we, yes. we, we, won't get in, we won't get back into the Pat Robertson thing, but Ray, what's on your mind, buddy? Thank you for playing Ron Paul, because this is so, so important. It ties into what the controversy on the chat line was about, and what you were talking about before about 9-11, and about the World Trade Center, and all the rest of this stuff, mm -hmm. is that if we continue the same policies, and this is what Ron Paul would probably say, if we continue on these same policies, we're going to create more suicide bombers, we're going to create more... Uh, injustice throughout the world. All people throughout the world have a right to self-defense, whether you're, you're from Gaza or from India or you're from Russia or you're America, whatever it is. Those people in Gaza should be able to defend themselves just like anybody else should be able to do that. And if we don't, if we don't address this problem in the Middle East and just questions of injustice throughout the world, we're going to have more 9-11. Because, look, if you disarm people, and you say take away all their guns and everything. What are they going to do? They're going to they're going to lash out and they're going to do dirty bombs. They're going to do uh, suicide bombings and all the rest of the stuff. So you have to address it. And then Ron Paul addresses that. So all the people who are for Ron Paul, listen to what he has to say. Listen to that clip. Listen to it very very carefully because that's where the answer is. Yeah. No. And the other thing too, I wanted to add. Right. And I think you're. I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, but one of the other things that I've so far gotten through with the Ron Paul book, even though I'm only like 40-something pages in, is that, you know, and it's, it's the point that he brought up during the, during the debates when he was on the stage with several of the Republican candidates, is that you can't expect to go and, and, and occupy nations and bomb nations for 10 years and not expect right. them to want to retaliate and to actually retaliate. Now, I don't know the name. I think the last name was Clay, but there was a gentleman in the first 30-something pages of his book, Ron Paul's book, The Manifesto, Freedom Manifesto, right, Ben? Uh, he talks about a guy who did a study from the early 90s to the early 2000s about what really uh, motivates people to suicide, attack other countries or nations or armies or militaries. Yeah. And most of the time, yeah. it was not for religious reasons. It was for the occupation of a certain country in their land. And, and, and I, right. I don't understand why Americans can't get through this through their head. Picture your backyard full of Russian military folk. Does that make you angry or does that make you happy yeah. uh, as an American and right now? And they're coming in wow. to kill your children. Are you going to strap a bomb in your chest and go blow them up? You know, I mean, you would be willing to do that. And, and I mean, I'm not saying that that's okay, but it's it's an act of desperation is, is what it comes down to. And, you know, like he said in the clip, I'll, I'll repeat it again. Um, you know, they're making homemade bombs, yet they're looked at as the aggressors. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, Israel has an entire industry of bomb-making material behind them and funds getting funneled through them, and uh, and it's just it's just bananas, man. We just we absolutely have to stay out of it. It's none of our freaking business. We're not God. We're not the police. We don't get to go out there and tell people how they should live our lives. We don't get to go out there and, and make situations worse by pretending I, that, ben, that we can uh, do better. Ben, I to I totally agree with Ben. I think that I think that that's right. But I think if we're not if we should not be exporting uh, weapons of mass destruction because we have our own. We could export the ideas of individual liberty, individual responsibility, and for freedom for people. And all people have a right to self-defense, and all people have a right to dignity, no matter who you are. I don't care if it's an Israel state or Russia state, whatever, whatever country you're living in the world. If that government is respecting the individual rights of each citizen, it shouldn't really matter what type of government that there is. Yeah, shouldn't matter. Yeah. Who's at the helm? No, right, great. Yeah, thanks for the call, Ray. Really good points. I want to make uh, more. 
uh, points on that specific topic. And I think we got to open our eyes, folks. It's time to look in the mirror before we accuse. Stay tuned. You know what I'm digging is that Ron Paul guy. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, 
just as strong, just as well-funded. Yeah, whatever the hell that means. Who knows? Uh, the bottom line, we're just left, just left off here. And, and thanks one, once again, Ray, for, for giving us a ring. Great call, Ray, as always. Uh, we don't hear from you enough. Yes. And that's, that goes to all of you, too, out there, folks. 512-879-3805. We do care about all of you. And we want to hear from you. The almighty Bongolio. <laughs> oh, boy. Bongolio. The almighty that's your, Bongolio. That's your favorite clip, isn't it, Pia? That's probably his favorite clip. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. What the hell? We might have, this is going to another, another break, Ben, because yeah, I'm already out of words. But uh, you know, speaking about this whole Obama change thing, and that's that's how it all got started. Um, we have to, you know, we're in such a crucial time now in, in our country's history that we obviously need so many things to start changing. And for a guy who runs under the word in his campaign, the slogan word was what? Change, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like we're going to get much change of any, you know, whatsoever. I like change. Right, and. Even though maybe you can call Ron Paul a radical or an extremist, we're in a radically extreme uh, area in our in our country. We're in, we have radical problems and extreme problems that may just need radical solutions. Maybe either way, um, we're talking about the selling point, or at least I'm talking about the selling point of this. You know, yes, we can in this change uh, platform. And like you were saying before, Ben, I mean, we're not getting really any change. We're getting what happened. You know, the same people that were involved same, eight, eight same years people ago, from the same groups from the same organizations, the same, with the same mentality, with the same ideology, with the same political agenda. Right. The exact same freaking thing. Consolidating yeah. power. Global globalization and more power towards the towards the elite. That's the way it is, man. Bigger government, more power to the bankers, and sure enough, uh, they've you know they've completely convinced us. You know the the mainstream media at least and the government involved there, the fascist dictatorship, if you will. You know, ignorance is strength, war is peace, freedom is slavery, and now change. Uh, I don't know what the word would be, Ben. Maybe change is just the same old shirt that we had yeah. yesterday. But either way, uh, it doesn't seem like we're going to get any change, Ben. And, and you know, and I, I like to talk specifics. I, I preach talk specifics, and well, I we will. Did, we did point out some of the things we that did. he was willing to change tonight, so it's not like we're... Uh it's not like we're hating on them or not giving them a chance. Sure. Well, we want to, we want to get your thoughts, of course, because who cares what we think? 512-879-3805. The beloved state of Texas is on the air. You're on the air. What's up, my friend? Yep, it's you. Go ahead. Speak up. Oh, I think the call dropped off. That happens sometimes. Calls just drop off. Maybe he'll call back. I don't know. Uh, don't te- mess with Texas. I would never mess with Texas. I love Texas. Um, sure enough, uh, call back once again, folks, 512-879-3805. Uh, and the other thing that kind of eh, just kind of irks me a little bit as an American citizen waiting for this president-elect to take his office and swear an oath that I could only imagine the uh. nose is going to grow, Obama economic speech, once again now, warning us of dire consequences without the stimulus. I don't know if he's Henry Paulson or if he's friends with Henry Paulson, but enough of the fear-mongering, please, for the love of God, President-elect Barack Obama warned of dire and lasting consequences if Congress doesn't pump unprecedented dollars into the economy, making an urgent pitch for his mammoth spending proposal in his first speech since his election. You want, you want the voice? I'll do the voice. Do it. In short, a bad situation can become <laughs> dramatically worse if President... <laughs> what President? Is that Kissinger? No, I, I screwed it up. No, you sound no like I can't. I can't I can't even get that low. Uh, if Washington doesn't go far, I can't even get that low. I'd have to like cut my head off. Uh, Barack Obama's uh, main job is to create the new world that's, order. That's the in voice which I can. That's in a which voice. I can take over other countries. That's the voice of a man who's never been loved. <laughs> if Washington doesn't go far enough to address the spreading crisis, Obama said, as fresh economic reports showed, an outlook <laughs> growing increasingly grim since his November election. 
He has deferred to President George W. Bush. I can't do it anymore. On foreign <laughs> policy matters such as the Middle East. But with the urgency of the economic crisis, Obama has waded deeply into domestic issues as he works to generate support for his plan to create jobs, jolt the economy, and make long-term investments in other areas. Um, so, I mean, and there are some good things here. I mean, does he does lay out a goals, Obama does, of doubling the production of alternative energy. And I'm a big fan of that. I think that's definitely way overdue. I've yes. got to be honest. So I'm, I'm a fan of Obama in that sense. I'm not just one-sided. Uh, but uh, but how is he going to do that? Is he going to get out of the bed with the uh, with the mm-hmm. Saudi princes, or is he going to go there and hold hands and frolic? I know he will. I know he will. Uh, and that's that's another main thing. Uh, another big problem of what's happening with the Middle East is we're rewarding the princes and the and the uh, the tyrants over there because that place is just ruled by tyrants for the past thousand years, and we're rewarding we're rewarding them no um, by um, giving them all the dough and right. letting, uh, letting them enslave their people even more. Right, and you know, and just like uh, how many times have we do we talk about actual problems on the show here, Ben? And how many times do we talk about the government's solution to these problems and how it ultimately uh, it's always you know always these pork barrel jobs, these pork barrel spending things. Everybody's got to make something out of it. Everybody's got to get a piece of it. Mm-hmm. When the problem doesn't even get solved, Look, the drug problem, we have the war on drugs. Obviously, from you know about now, I think it's obvious that that's not doing anything. The war on drugs is a joke, yeah. uh, and it's not you know when, there's no war on drugs. Please, at this point. So I mean, every time, and then as far as far as alternative energy goes, and carbon, you know, car, uh, carbon emissions and curbing them, and this, and the green, and the blue, and the you know, the friggin' yellow. Uh, at this point, it's just getting out of hand, and you know, now we're talking about taxing people on the carbon, like that's going to stop the carbon from flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take more money out of the pockets of people driving. This way, there's less cars on the road. <laughs> that sounds like an American uh, solution to me. No, it's not, and uh, that's pretty much what we're going to get. Um, because that's every problem. And I think George Carlin said it best when he says, if you could find a way to make money off of helping poverty, uh, of you know relieving the poor people in, in you know big cities and uh-huh. whatnot, uh, if you could find a way for the corrupt politicians to make a dime off of helping uh, cure poverty or fixing poverty, you'd see the streets of America, streets of New York City, and streets of major cities clean up pretty quick. Pretty, pretty effing quick. And I won't say the word, but he's right. He's absolutely, I think he's right. Uh, finally here, getting way back to what we were talking about with Obama, he says, I don't believe it's too late to change course, but it will be if we don't take dramatic action as soon as possible, Obama said in a speech said to be delivered at George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia, outside Washington. Excerpts from his prepared text were released in advance by his speechwriter slash transition team. I love he's got a transition team. That's so convenient. Um, so there you go. Uh, that's the deal. We're going to, obviously, we keep a huge eye on things. We keep a very close eye on the Obama incoming administration. There is one other video that we talked about, Ben. This is the one that I thought was the YouTube censor video. It is not. This okay. is a different video. It is similarly named Unconstitutional Agenda, but it wasn't apparently the one that was the, the subject of a different topic non-related to this. Either way... Um, I have saved it on our website once again, animalfarmshow.com, and it, it starts off with unconstitutional agenda. It starts off with this little, uh, this little girl with the Hope Obama T-shirt on, and I think it's an interesting video. And, I mean, you know, it, it, I guess it does. I like it because it does kind of. Um, uh, I guess carry some of my beliefs, and it does keep the Obama administration in check and show some of the things that he said in several speeches over time uh-huh. that once again, Ben, uh, lead us to believe that we're not going to 
get change. In fact, we're going to get many of the same problems and maybe even amplified. Well, yeah, I mean, this this uh, before you play that clip, this this financial thing where you know he wants to bail out and now he's putting forward a seven hundred billion dollar uh, <laughs> stimulus package together. That's just another example of how things aren't going to change. How he's using the problems that uh, caused this problem in the first place and um, pump, pumping more into those problems. I mean, just the 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 Federal Reserve and giving them more power. Uh, something that Bush wanted to do uh, is is obviously bad because this whole problem is is cooked up by the Federal Reserve anyways. And uh, same thing with same thing with Barack Obama's sure. uh, how he wants to socialize everything, how he wants to push more money into uh, into taking over these companies. And now people are everybody wants a handout. News local newspapers want handouts um, and and lots of stuff like that. But uh, just once again. Uh, the problem with it uh, and putting more money into the problem. Yeah, no question. I think the I'm not sure if I can play this clip, and it's it's sort of a I guess you could call it a montage. It's almost like a, a really really mini 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 doc. Is it a little too visual or no no? It, it's not nothing. It's visual. There's plenty of audio, but it's it's kind of it's meant to be watched, not heard. I'll give it a shot because there are two specific things, uh, video clips in this video of Obama talking, and I'll give it a shot. Maybe it'll fail. How can he commit the young people of this world five more generations to be in Iraq if it's necessary? I say it's time to come home. Here's here's Obama here. I believe U.S. troop levels need to increase. Yeah, you know, I can't. I can't. Oh, we're up against a break. That's what I was going to say. Someone's going to lower the music. <laughs> we'll play when we get back. Jesus. Stay tuned. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists, the Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just 2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. 
Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Freedom Underground. Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. If anybody has the guts to call in, the balls to call in, 512-879-3805. That's 512-879-3805. Got this article in front of me uh, really quickly before we go to the power segment. Absolutely. Uh, this is about the the uh, kid that got shot in the back by the cops. We don't know exactly how the it The subway happens. shooting, right, Ben? Yes, yes. the subway shooting. Uh, well, I guess there are pro- protests, and uh, now they're turning violent. So uh, who knows who knows what's happening here? But I'll, I'll read a little bit of the article, and then we can go to the power segment. Yes. Angry protesters turned to rioting Wednesday night in response to the January 1st shooting of an unarmed man at a subway station in California's Bay Area. Police made over 100 arrests after cars were vandalized, store windows were smashed, and fires blazed out of control on the street. Raw Story first reported the shooting of Oscar Grant, 22, who killed, uh, who was killed by a single gunshot to the back after being pulled from a train along with some friends amid reports of an altercation on Monday, January 5th. Johannes uh, Merhersoli has been identified as the officer who allegedly... Uh-huh. Uh, to, uh, he didn't was allegedly. to have uh, <laughs> fired the fatal shot and had resigned amid alleged death threats. The attorney for uh, family grant, John Burris, said the timing of the officer's re- uh, resignation did not surprise him. Uh, he doesn't want to give a statement because BART could have ordered him, B-A-R-T, that's an acronym, could have ordered him to do so, and if he didn't, he could have been terminated. But a little bit, a little bit interesting uh, tidbit here. Uh, one of the protesters' organi- organizers, Evan Shammer, blamed others for stirring things up. Listen to this. He says he... He said a group of anarchists who were not part of the organization hosting the rallies smashed a police vehicle before setting a garbage can on fire. Now, we do know that you know anarchists in the past have been posed as police officers undercover yeah. uh, so that they could go out and, and have and an excuse ruckus, to, yeah. to bash people's heads open. Yeah. So just wanted to uh, put that out there really quickly. Yeah, no question, Ben. I, I can't play this clip that we, we ended off the last segment with this uh, clip. It's, uh, it's a comprehensive – it's not just an Obama clip. It's very comprehensive. deals with Obama and, and – 
perhaps some of his uh, policies that he'll put into action, into action on the 20th when he gets in. Uh, I do uh, recommend, once again, to go to AnimalFarmShow.com. It's, it's a video you have to watch. You, you can't, the music in the video itself is too loud. So, <laughs> not to, you know, to bash the guy who made it. But it's a great video. Check it out. Um, and, and I think it's uh, interesting. I think it's a good video you can pass along to friends. And we try to give you something to show people to expand their minds out of the false left-right paradigm. When we get back, though, the Animal Farm original America-loved power segment. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. Listening to the Animal Farm show gets me so hot. Just look at what, what Osa- uh, Barack Obama said just yesterday. Barack Obama calling on, on radicals, jihadists of all the different types to come together in Iraq. In the white room with Obama in the station. Yeah, everything's all right. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Visit AnimalFarmShow.com today. Not yet available in Spanish, but we're working on that. We do have some uh, cleaning people here on the, uh, at the studio that I, I do. They do like us. No, I'm serious. Man. I'm not being racist. <laughs> How cool would that be, though, if, if you have a form... Okay. <laughs> Only five would have that clip. How does he have that clip? It's unbelievable. Anyway, folks, everything. nine minutes left in the show, probably less than that. Don't forget, after the Animal Farm, I think tonight's still live. It is the one, the only John Bush. Is it John? I still get his name wrong all the time. It's John Bush. It's John Bush. I think it is. Yes, John Bush following the Animal Farm. Hopefully I got that right. Otherwise, I'm really a jackass. Really? Um, um, anyway, so it's time for the well, infamous... you know... Uh, oh, is it Ace Baker? comes to... Um... Oh, boy. Ace Baker's killed himself four <laughs> times on our show tonight. This is monumental and unprecedented. Anyway, folks, a power segment will start now. I hope. Please. Bye. Oh, Come on, dude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just asked you if you had it ready. I'm going to go right Get to this one. I'm starting Bye. it. Yeah, seriously. He's talking in the chat room. Oh, good God. He's debating the existence <sighs> of God. I'm waiting for I'm it. I don't care. Dead room. air is what we're all about. <laughs> I want the power segment. Give me. And pay attention here. You may be more racist than you think, a new study says. Would you get upset if you witnessed an act of racism? A new study published Thursday in the journal Science suggests many people unconsciously unconsciously harbor racist attitudes even though they see themselves as tolerant and egalitarian. The study study and a lot of research in social psychology suggests that there are still really a lot of negative associations with blacks, said Kerry Qualcomm. That's the name. I'm not making it up. Associate Professor of Psychology at New York University in Toronto, Ontario, and lead author of the study, People Are Willing to Tolerate Racism and Not Stand Up Against It. The authors divided 120 non-black participants into the roles of experiencers and forecasters. The experiencers were placed in a room with a white person and a black person who pay, or played out pre-arranged scenarios for the experiment. The scenarios began when the black role player bumped into white role player's knee when leaving the room. I don't even care. 
you know what? This is just a this study is a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> it, this just this just wastes more time on the subject of racism. So that's it. I shouldn't even start with that yeah, one. You know what? Cool. I just did it in Pyatt's uh, regard. So okay, power segment continues. Whatever. Go ahead, Ben. This is out of the BBC. Police placed in all city schools. You believe that? That's <laughs> a, look at that headline. Every secondary school in Gotta Leeds freedom. is to have a dedicated police officer as part of a drive to, to cut crime. Oh, my God. I These people love, are nuts. i got to love freedom. Eight of the city's 38 schools will have full-time police presence. Another 16 officers will cover the remaining 30 schools. More than 250 offenses were committed in Leeds schools in 2008, figure shows. Uh, although officers will be able to arrest and search pupils, West Yorkshire police... Uh, Yorkshire police stressed that they would focus on education, not enforcement. <laughs> the 24 officers involved in the project will com- will support lessons on weapons and drug awareness, citizenship, citizenship, oh, and God. personal safety, as well as tackling issues like bullying, absenteeism, and truancy. I can't believe uh, the nanny state that they have over there in Great Britain. I just can't believe it. They're nuts. It is it is outrageous, and, and we've covered a lot of that since uh, we started in this show. I mean, the one thing I think that sticks in my mind the most was when they found cameras in the school bathrooms. That, to yeah. me... And that um, happened in America, too. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it there, but this was... I mean, parents had to actually get together and, you know, not physically remove them, but gather and, and find some kind of way to get rid of the cameras in the bathrooms of schools. My goodness. Um, the, actually, there's a good point. Uh, real quick, do you want to play a quick Obama song during the power segment, Pi? We do have a little bit of time. We haven't done one tonight. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I mean, what would an Animal Farm show be without an Obama song, especially in this day and age? Yeah. Uh, power segments is going to continue because we still have about four minutes. So I want to continue the power segment. Oh, boy. It's not. Obama! <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is of interest, uh, Ben. Wegmans offering free drugs. Wegmans is jumping on the free prescription bandwagon, which several companies are, by the way. I heard about this. The supermarket chain announced that it will offer free antibiotics during cold season. Free. Customers will need the Shoppers Club card, of course, to take part. The condition is the drugs uh, have to be generic oral antibiotic prescriptions. It covers two weeks for customers taking part. And Giant Food unveiled a similar program a week or so ago. So there you go, Ben. Power segment, obviously, is going to keep going on. As long as we can... Keep talking. Woo! Study finds another reason to hate recession. More tickets. And boy, we're very familiar with that one here oh, uh, goodness. in Stanford, Connecticut, mm-hmm. the ticket writing capital of the world. Uh, this is out of St. Louis Post-Dispatch. The econ- economist got a speeding ticket, and it got him thinking about why Thomas A. Garrett, an assistant vice president at the St. Louis Federal Reserve, knew he deserved to be ticketed while on vacation in Pennsylvania a few years ago. But he wondered, are traffic tickets purely about public safety, or are other factors at play? Mm-hmm. Many motorists probably have wondered the same thing sitting on the highway shoulder waiting for a citation, but Garrett turned it into a scholarly pursuit. He decided to conduct a study... Um, when Garrett and co-author discovered uh, what what they discovered provides yet another reason to hate a recession. Traffic tickets go up significantly when local government revenue falls, they found. Their study showed for the first time evidence of how local governments behave in part as though traffic tickets are a revenue tool to help offset periods of fiscal distress. And we've said that scum before, bag. time oh, and time again. That's right. Power segments continues, and I'm going to follow that up with a, you know, not similar article, but it's funny. So, I don't know. 
This is interesting. An Alabama sheriff now locked in his own jail for feeding inmates skimpy meals, Ben. God, that makes a movie right there. Decatois, Alabama, I guess. A northern Alabama sheriff was in federal custody Thursday after a judge ruled he purposely fed inmates skimpy meals so he could make money from an unusual system <laughs> that lets sheriff turn a profit on their jail kitchens. My goodness, everybody's skimping <laughs> these days. Maybe it was neutral loaf. <laughs> Morgan County Sheriff Greg Bartlett testified at a Wednesday court hearing that he made 212 thousand dollars over three years ben over three years that's some business my goodness by cheaply feeding prisoners every cent of it legal under a depression era state law and reported on his tax forms as income but u.s district judge uw clement ordered the federal marshal to be arrested so he's in his own jail now like a regular dumb shit old redneck that's right and i can only only imagine the uh, positions his body's been in the past couple days i don't want to think about that i don't want you to think about that we love you thank you so much for joining us all of you uh, yay sayers and naysayers alike. This is the Animal Farm Radio Show, and we will be back finally Friday tomorrow for our uh, last week. Once again, you can vote Dick Cheney. Uh, final segment tomorrow night. We will release the votes. Right now it's a landslide, but we'll tell you more about it tomorrow night. Take care, and good night. Thank you. Goodbye. The almighty bongolio.